The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you living a wellness lifestyle? What could it do for you? Join us today on the Wellness Lounge a step further and see how our guests and direction can inspire you to self-empowerment through a wellness lifestyle. Now, here is the host of the Wellness Lounge a step further, Desiree Watson. Good morning. Uh, once again, thank you so much for uh, being here with us, with us this morning. Uh, Monday, uh, Mondays, we're here at 9 a.m., uh, Eastern Standard Time and Pacific Time. We're here at 6 a.m. And uh, what we do, <laughs> we're uh, a platform for navigating the uh, life of mind, body, spirit. And it's Wellness Interactive. You can find us at wellnessinteractive.com. And uh, you can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, you can find us through social network. We have a platform which is dedicated to uh, navigating our lifestyles and taking it a step further. And so we have a wellness lounge, which is located at 14 South Orange Avenue in New Jersey. But it is uh, a, a complete destination wellness oasis. So people do come from other cities, other states, and they come to visit us. And uh, if you can't physically come to visit us, then, of course, you can always listen to us uh, here on Mondays, and you can always download the uh, uh, broadcast at a later date if you're not here with us live. Now, normally I will always uh, uh, pull a passage or uh, read something, maybe perhaps from... Uh, a noted author or just one of our guests. Today, uh, I actually want to read uh, just a paragraph or a few lines from a publication that uh, uh, we uh, published. Uh, it's called the Wellness Lounge Publication. So we do publish and uh, everything from newsletters to blogging. This publication was... Uh, launched back in 2007, and so we travel around the country popping up wellness lounges, and we would always leave information because, uh, as you may or may not know, we're all about information and education, and that information is dedicated to bringing uh, life-minded and like-minded people to you, and they may live right next door to you, and this is information that you may not necessarily find uh, on, uh, you know, the television or, or other radio programs. And, and again, those radio programs are fine, but we also like information that will take it a step further, and it's information that's not always used uh, by uh, every uh, uh, guest 
that you may hear on this show. It's just based on their navigation and how they actually got to this point. So on that note, I want to just read this paragraph from... This was uh, this is interesting because this letter from the editor, and of course I'm reading what I wrote a while ago, and it, it it's amazing how it's brought us to this point already. Um, it, I, I basically speak about uh, you know being dedicated to supporting the education of complementary and alternative medicine practices, um, but that too has so much to do with uh, mind the body in the spirit and connecting all of that and has nothing necessarily to do with religion. It's all about uh, uh, really focusing on uh, what that may be for you. And obviously the, the spirituality uh, component of it, it is truly, I would think being a believer and, uh, uh, you know, the, the God, your, your God or our God and uh, of, of all the blessings that, uh, you know, works through us, through God. So um, uh, also uh, wanting to reflect in this letter, I reflect on global health and wellness initiatives through the eyes of professional physicians, therapists, educators, political advocates, corporations, consumers, when it, uh, it is so difficult to navigate health and wellness in our lives, we can lose hope for being healthy it has been planned for every human being, all of us, to leave this planet. And uh, I just think uh, we should leave uh, uh, the planet uh, uh, if and when and we do. It's up to us to really uh, become educated in knowing that we have used all the tools provided for us and to us. We have to uh, reach out more, take it a step further. And, you know, the question is, how do we assure ourselves that we have exhausted all our means uh, necessary to help our families, our communities? How do we know all of this? Uh, I hope, uh, you know, with the Wellness Nouns, uh, we will give you the opportunity to gain access to a different approach to healing. This is... um, uh, basically uh, speaking to amazing professionals uh, like uh, Dr. Lucille Farrell-Scott, who will be with us in just a moment. So uh, I think what we will take away, or the takeaway just from reading that is this. Now, when I was in college a few years, many years back, I should say, uh, you know, I did research. My background is actually uh, marketing communications. And many years ago, I'm doing this research paper, and I, I find out that uh, 98% of people, us, humans, uh, we don't really go outside of our 20-mile radius. We, we don't do that. And that's not a bad thing. It's good. It's fine. Uh, 98% of us, and of course those numbers may have changed, they may have gotten larger or less, so 98% of us, if we're not moving outside of our 20 mile radius, and maybe of course 2% of us are moving outside of our, our 20 mile radius, meaning your, your race, your family uh, uh, stays within that 20 miles. You might move across the street, move out of your parents' home, uh, you might go up the road a mile or two, or 
you might go 20 miles. And I think all of you know I'm one of uh, 16 children. I mentioned that before on one of the uh, previous shows. I have 11 sisters and four brothers. And uh, same two parents, you know, mother and father raised us. And it was quite interesting because a few of us, maybe about uh, five or six, we moved away uh, out of the 16. Uh, you know, we, we all moved away 20 miles away from growing up in our town, but then five or six, six of us moved beyond that 20-mile, uh, you know, radius. Now, this is interesting because uh, it is my belief in, that uh, if you're of that 2% that will travel outside of the radius, and again, it may, it may vary, you know, could be less or more by now. Uh, if you're, you're part of that group, I just feel it's uh, so important to uh, really focus on how you can really give back to the community. If you're going to travel that far, wherever you are, away from your 20-mile radius, Maybe it's to another country, maybe it's, you know, 20 miles away or, or 50 miles away. It's, um, it's for, usually for a few things. It could be for a job, and that's fine. It, it could be for family reasons. But I still think you should get to know and understand that community uh, that you live in, and you should really embrace it where you're not leaving your home to come to a place just for yourself, but you're you're leaving your home. Ninety eight percent of us stay, but you're leaving because you're coming not only to help yourself, but you're helping other people and you're helping your community. And on that note, I think our guest uh, has done an amazing job with um, being able to navigate that whole presence of moving out of that 20-mile radius and actually coming from <laughs> another country, but not always just focused on uh, what is good for her or good for her family, but what is good for the community, what is good for the surrounding communities, and what, what's good for all the other communities. So today we have Dr. Lucille Farrell scott uh, who is, uh, I, I just think she's amazing, <laughs> is, uh, she is committed to empowering men and women with purpose, passion, power, peace, and prosperity. Dr. Farrell Scott also advances the message of living in your now. From Durban, South Africa, to London, England, to Guyana, Trinidad, in the West Indies, Canada, and all over the United States, states Dr. Farrell Scott, has traveled the world to share the message of living in your now and, and has been blessed to see the life-changing effects of her word on the audiences she has touched through her books, mentoring, coaching programs, radio and television, television shows. She has helped thousands of people to live their lives to the fullest as they embrace their power of now. On that note, thank you so much, Dr. Lucille, for joining us this morning. It is my pleasure being with you this morning. Oh, listen, I, I tell you, uh, just uh, that whole intro and uh, knowing how uh, you have uh, come from uh, Trinidad to uh, 
here in the United States, but you also traveled, of course, around the world speaking about living in your now. Just knowing that uh, uh, living in your now has so much to do with you and your spirit. Please uh, 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 tell uh, our listeners about how you navigated uh, living in your now, which is now, <laughs> how you navigated that uh, experience, and, and I'm sure it continues to uh, uh, go a step further. Uh, how you navigated uh, being born and raised in Trinidad, beautiful country, by the way, uh, and uh, navigating to here and, and creating such a strong platform for communities and being an advocate uh, for uh uh, young people, and uh, you have a, a, a church in, in Brooklyn, yes. uh, What Shall I Render Ministries, and you're the founder of this church, and please uh, tell our listeners uh, uh, how you navigate every day. <laughs> well, well, you know, um, I navigate based on what you said initially, and it was so profound when you spoke about the 98% that do not go outside of a 20-mile radius. And I love the analogy that you made. And when well, I left you. Trinidad as a, as a teenager to come to this country, the one thing my parents said, you know, when you're leaving home, you're not leaving. And if you think of the islands, you come from small communities. So everybody knows everybody. Wow. And the one yeah. thing that my parents would say, you know, you're not going to go to America and um, disrespect the family name. You're not going to go to America and not make us be proud. And I was moved when you said that the 2% that travel, we have an obligation. I'd never looked at it like that, but this morning you gave me a new mission because it is really true. Oh, thank you. (laughs) But it's really true if you think about it. Mm -hmm. I I just became the eyes of 98% of the people with which I was raised. Wow, that that's powerful. That's true. Okay, I get. Yes, yes. Wow. And what wow. am I doing with that information? Wow. That I received that they don't know about. Wow. And you know, you you continue to uh, do so much for. Uh, and, and you know, I'll just take that tag. The ninety-eight percent that. Uh, you represent, or we all represent, uh, yeah. uh, once we, you know, move away from uh, our, our communities. And, and you, uh, you, of course, have uh, uh, developed uh, so much for your local communities that um, you, uh, you know, you, you nourish every day. Yeah. Can you uh, please um, just um, uh, uh, speak to our listeners about? Uh, the living in the now, and when you left uh, Trinidad and your your parents, and always listening to we we always have that you know we we hear that that, that voice of our parents always, and so it's it's so important that we at least uh, you know we're nourishing our, our children to yes. uh, live in that now because we hear yes. that voice and then they'll may, hopefully they'll. Our kids will reach back and say, "My parents used to say this." <laughs> I just love it because uh, that it, it's it's just nurturing. You have to nurture. And so, being uh, really uh, the pastor or the mother of uh, such a strong community uh, in Brooklyn, 
I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, and again, I, I, my research, uh, it, it was in college many years ago, but Brooklyn is a very uh, ethnic uh, 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 borough. Yeah. I, I used to live there myself at one time, and it's, it's so beautiful. It's, it's beautiful because it's so ethnic, and there are a lot of islanders there. And uh, Tell uh, yeah. for the listeners maybe perhaps... Living in the now, I'm sure, or I think it, it should include all of uh, 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 the communities, uh, surrounding communities, and it doesn't necessarily mean if you're Trinidadian or Jamaican. And I say all that because sometimes uh, uh, you can be <laughs> Trinidadian and you can be Jamaican and you still have conflict. People still have conflict. But I believe in your church, I'm, uh, I, you're nurturing so many uh, uh, spirits. Different ethnic groups, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, or from coming from different regions, and that is very true. When you live in your now, Desiree, you don't have time for conflict. When 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 I'm living in my now, I don't have the the the, the energy, you know, to, mm-hmm. to to use or to dissipate my energies having in coming in conflict with someone who's from Jamaica or Barbados. Mm-hmm. My function or my focus living now is to bring commonalities together. Yes. What do we have in common that yes. we can take and build each other to move forward? Mm. You know, I, I remember um, we have a, 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 um, a, a congresswoman in Brooklyn, or there are people that came from the island, you understand? Mm-hmm. And they didn't come from the island from which I came, mm-hmm. but they were working for the community. Mm-hmm. And when you hurt, Desiree, someone is hurt, and let's say I am from... Jamaica, and I'm a nurse in the hospital, mm-hmm. and you come in to the trauma unit, the nurse does not stand up there and say, well, okay, where are you from before she <laughs> takes care of you? Right. You understand? Exactly. And that is, that is what I'm trying to get people to see, the way that we take care of each other. This 2% that you <laughs> so brilliantly showed, we have a responsibility to let people know that, yes, I left Trinidad as a teenager to come to this country, but I came to this country and I'm benefiting from the backs of my brothers and sisters who picked cotton in the South. Yes. So I must always be cognizant of that. Mm. I must be cognizant. And I want to share something that is... Uh, So so hold uh, hold that... uh, uh, for one moment, please, Dr. Uh, Lucille, I, I hear the music, and we'll have to go to a commercial, but I can't wait to hear what you're going to share with us, okay? Oh, yes. We'll be right back, and we're speaking with Dr. Lucille Farrell-Scott. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Family caregivers face some tough challenges every day in caring for a partner, parent, child, sibling, friend, neighbor, or even coworker. You are there to provide the care that these people need after everyone else has gone home. Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley will provide you with a social networking experience. You'll hear from experts and others who are experiencing the same things, and together you will promote a common cause. Tune in to Family Caregivers Unite twice every week. 
Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety and on the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. How do you feel about the future? Tune in each week for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life with host Kate Ebner. You can be a great leader by learning from the inspiring stories of amazing visionaries who are shaping our future. Everyone deserves to create their own vision, and Kate and her guests will share the tools that you need to make it happen. Make a weekly visit to the Voice America Business Channel for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Be inspired. Become inspiring. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge a step further with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show. Hello again. We're here with Dr. Uh, Lucille Farrell-Scott, who uh, is uh, sharing with us her amazing knowledge about uh, navigating her experience uh, from Trinidad to here and all of us living in our now. Uh, You were going to share something with us, Dr. Lucille, before we, uh, you know, took the... A break, uh, yeah, there. I was gonna. I was gonna share a story. You know, we were talking about um, my coming, my coming from Trinidad, mm-hmm. and uh, having access to so many things that I didn't have there when right. it comes to the education. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember attending a church in, in 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 Brooklyn, and there was someone at church. She was my age, and it was a. a she got up one day and she was talking, and um, she was talking about, as a young girl, being five or six years old, she was talking about picking cotton, and she was talking about the juice between her nails and the stain, and I started to cry, mm-hmm. and they couldn't understand why I became so emotional, mm-hmm. because Desiree, at age five or six in Trinidad, I was maybe pitching marbles, or you know, if you understand what I'm saying, yes. doing what little girls did. And that made an impression on me that I recognized that that sister held a space for me, picking mm-hmm. cotton while I was having fun in Trinidad, so mm-hmm. that I could come into this country, do you understand, mm-hmm. and be educated. I am standing on her shoulders, and I'm standing on the shoulders of so many hundreds of thousands that I don't know. And exactly. So- let's let's um, uh, go back to that thought for a moment. Um, I'm, uh, uh, I guess the, the person that you were speaking about and she was saying that, uh, she picked cotton at five or six years old. And I think, uh, this is important only because culturally, uh, you know, we're in this great United States and I, I don't think there's, I love to travel, but I love the United States. It's an amazing country. Yes, now, I, I think for our listeners, uh, you said uh, you all were maybe the same age. Now, picking cotton, uh, we know that that's done in uh, uh, you know different parts of our country, mainly in the South and the South. some of those areas and the Carolinas and, yes, and all yes, of that. Yes. Now, 
what's interesting is that uh, uh, the age uh, group, if you're five or six, I think that's absolutely devastating that anyone would be picking cotton at five or six. But yes. uh, uh, the whole idea around that may have been, too, in that if you're with your parents, and, of course, this is many, many years ago because, obviously, yes. that's yes. just not legal now. Uh, it wasn't legal then either, but, <laughs> but I'm sure that uh, she, uh, being there with her parents, uh, mm-hmm. uh, picking cotton for whatever that mattered, five or six. I, this is the first time I've ever heard of five or six years old picking cotton. But mm-hmm. um, when you talk about being able to shoot, to play with marbles uh, in Trinidad. Now, I want to stay there just for a moment because, again, we're speaking about, you know, culturally how we can actually uh, navigate our life experience based on culture. So you came from Trinidad and you had that experience and you had tears in your eyes, which I think anyone would. But looking at that platform, I think, I would have that same experience because I grew up in the north, okay, and we have no cotton fields here. So I would probably have that same experience of, yeah, shooting top, you know, we played with the marbles, my brother's marbles, and, you know, the uh, jump rope, all those things. We're out playing and having fun, and if I had uh, somewhere, uh, somehow uh, found myself – uh, in the front of, of this young lady, I think I would have the same tears because yes. our country is so huge and our experiences are so different culturally yes. and it, we're all part of that 2%. So I just wanted to put it into that perspective where you said we're standing on shoulders. I mean, we yes. really are. We're, we're you know, uh, so many of our uh, family members, including our parents, have allowed us to mm. navigate this presence where we can, uh, of course, engage on different platforms and we may, you know, meet uh, someone uh, that you just mentioned because I have these conversations all the time. My husband is from Oklahoma and I'm from, you know, as far north as you can get in Niagara Falls. And, you know, we're, you know we were in a restaurant out someplace out uh, in the south and he saw a Confederate flag. That just gave him goosebumps and it didn't do anything for me. I was just like, hi, how you doing? <laughs> so we have to really, yeah, uh, focus on the, the pain, as you said, that yes. so many of us may uh, unfortunately have gone through, but it brings us also to the now because we can share our experiences. You're from Trinidad, you're out playing, and the other young lady may have gone through uh, uh, something that was quite uh, devastating for her. Yes, yes. Okay. So um, can you tell us um, uh, right now, living in the now, you feed uh, or your, your platform or your program uh, you're you're feeding uh, quite a few people, and you have a thousands of, of yeah. folks Kids. breakfast, lunch, and dinner. dinner. And where do you do that? And why? And, and this is this is uh, one of those questions that, of course, I'm going to follow up with something. But wh- why uh, did you choose uh, 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 this particular? Um, I, I would say becoming an advocate just of feeding uh, uh, people and. We we fell into that. We <laughs> and I we love running, the honesty about it. Yeah, we we were running um, a mentoring program in Brooklyn because um, what we were doing was 
we would run mentoring programs to help kids to prepare them for the PSATs and the SATs. And so we would do it on a Sunday because I had services on a Saturday. And then we were purchasing the food to feed these kids. You know, we would go to the community, we would go to the junior high, and the guidance counselors would give all these slips of paper and tell parents, you know, you can go and get the free classes. And then one day someone came to us and said, you know, you guys are spending so much money feeding these kids. Why don't you try to apply for some grants? Your nonprofit organization, try expanding. Mm-hmm. And what we thought was going to just be something simple, we said, oh, well, for the summer we would do it. And the next thing we knew, we started with like two, We were initially it was like maybe 50 kids, then it went to like 200. And before we knew it, it was 800, then it was 1,000 kids. We were doing like 16 sites. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. Now, are some of uh, uh, the families or the, the children uh, actually of, uh, uh, of uh, Caribbean, Caribbean uh, very background? Much or? So. Very much so. Most very much so. So yeah. Yeah. when when you decided to take this on, which is just oh, it's awesome, it's just awesome because I, I, I really don't know uh, how or, or why uh, we uh, as people throughout the world, I mean, we don't embrace that platform of every person deserves to have a meal and a yeah. quality meal. Yeah. Every person on this yeah. planet deserves that. Mm-hmm. This planet, you know, it. <laughs> I, I don't want to go <laughs> off here, but <laughs> it is just, uh, it, yeah. I, I don't know, it's beyond my, my thinking in that if, uh, if you don't have food, Quality food, just a quality meal, real yes. food, you know. Yes. Uh, if you don't have food, it, it, you can't function. If you don't have wellness, yes. you can't function. And, and what I mean by that, wellness is completely different. It, to, for me, it's completely mm-hmm. different uh, uh, from health. You know, health is, yes. you know, you're treating diseases, you're doing all these things. But wellness is being able to navigate uh, a, uh, mm-hmm. your life experience. And that begins with having a good meal. That begins with, you know, waking up and yeah. really understanding and knowing uh, where you are, where the community is. And so I think you've done an amazing job with that platform. So if uh, your community right now, Dr. Lucille, uh, that you're nourishing uh, uh, every day uh, just by feeding people, this community, where do you see that 2% that you carry, that you're saying you carry, where do you see or, or can you tell our listeners how you do that one day and then you're navigating into uh, just being this amazing uh, motivational speaker, being a pastor, you're traveling to other communities to help them. So how, tell us more about how uh, uh, coming uh, originally from Trinidad and uh, uh, creating a platform uh, that really combines that whole mind, body, spirit, because you're, you're nurturing over here through the body with, with helping people to have a quality meal. You're nurturing uh, through your church, uh, helping uh, people to understand that whole spiritual connection and, and foundation of one. And then you're uh, 
nurturing, nurturing through the mind. You're traveling around the world speaking to uh, everyone about living in there now. Can you uh, please uh, explain to our listeners uh, again, uh, from Trinidad, coming from Trinidad, because I think most of our listeners know, uh, some of the, the countries also, it's challenging, um, maybe not for yourself, but there are challenging, uh, issues, uh, coming from some uh, of the, uh, countries, the Caribbean countries where, uh, there are issues. Maybe, I, I don't know, maybe it's not with, with food or maybe it's not with, uh, 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 just getting uh, that 98% to move. It might be with politics. It might be with so many things, yes, but I think our yes. listeners understand, uh, you know, that, that whole navigation and why people do come to America because you come for a better life, a, a, a better experience, but you've taken it to another level, a step further. Definitely. You know, you said something when we started. You said we should leave the planet you know, knowing that we use all the tools that were available to us when we came here. Mm-hmm. And that is that is really powerful because how do I, how am I one day in the kitchen helping, helping my cooks prepare food and the next day, you know, I could be preaching or the next day I could be hopping on a plane to go someplace mm-hmm. because there's a charge on my life. Mm-hmm. I have an obligation to not leave the planet, not leave this universe with everything that I came with. Mm. You know, I, I had, there's a joke I tell my kids all the time when they said about sleeping. I said, when I die, there's enough time to sleep. I said, I have enough time to sleep when I die. <laughs> I like that. When I die, there's enough time to sleep. Yes. I yes. love that. I love that. that. That's funny because uh, my my mom, uh, God bless her, she's not with her, but with us. But she used to say, "Why do you do so much? You know, why do you do so much?" And and uh, you know, uh, I have a girlfriend who'd say, "Oh my God, you do more before twelve than people do in a year." Or then I had another friend that was uh, part of this organization. You need to slow down. You you do too much. And I said, "Well, if you do more, then I won't have to." <laughs> So we all have, yeah, we have these stories, but I love that. I'll have to use that one day. (laughs) (laughs) And that, I think, is recognizing the opportunities that are in America, Mm -hmm. recognizing that when, you know, when we migrate and and came to this great country, we all came with dreams in our eyes. You you understand? We came here with dreams and hopes in our eyes. Mm-hmm. And and I tell members in my congregation, whether they have just come, I said, they're still, this American dream is alive and well. You have to make a decision to, to find it. My responsibility as that 2% coming from Trinidad, leaving, you understand? Mm-hmm. And having to travel, mm-hmm. whatever I see, that knowledge that I have received there does not belong to me. Beautiful. Understand? I understand. It's, it's, yeah. it's not mine, you know. When mm-hmm. I was in Durban, South Africa, or East London in South Africa, mm-hmm. all, everything that you see there mm-hmm. is not mine to hold on to. Wow. It is mine to bring back, and it's mine to see. When I see young people, you know, and they, they, they're goofing off in, in class, or someone brings their child to me for me to counsel, and this is a 10th grader, and, you know, they, they're messing around in class. I tell them about Trinidad. I tell them about South Africa. I, you understand what I'm saying? I tell yes. them about two or three kids having to share one desk 
I tell him about having to sit under a tambran tree, you know, right. in the heat of the day to do, you know, to do your reading. I, right. I tell them about the teacher having to take apart a, a, a textbook and copy the pages, you know, right. yes. so that these things that that our kids or some kids may never be exposed to, I have the eyes. I bring that back and I put that information and say, it doesn't matter what community you're in. Most of our communities, Desiree, and this is this is the truth. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what community that they talk about. You can go to to Trinidad or Jamaica or any of the islands, and you would find that some of the kids would love to have the what you call a broken down desk here. Mm-hmm. They would love to have it because they have no desk. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Or computers. Oh my you know? gosh! Was- <laughs> or computers. <laughs> yes. I, yes. I know that my my. Um, husband's barber he just happens to be from jamaica and uh you know the companies a lot of the companies uh just get rid of computers or you know, <laughs> they're always throwing things away and he he asked uh for uh old broken down computers that they could use and they're using them yes. you know so yes yeah yeah that um you know just recognizing uh uh how um uh, to navigate the process, but delivering yes. that to young people, yes. uh, I think that's also very beautiful. It's brilliant because sometimes we forget where um, we're engaging with our young people and all we could do is, uh, you know, chastise them or, or we're just always reprimanding them about something and we're never really letting them know that uh, our life experience and we're we've come from, it's not been easy. And we can't do it with a one-liner because sometimes, uh, you know, we might say to uh, uh, a young person, oh, there's somebody else who would love to have this. But that just has, it doesn't have a lot of power and substance to help them understand how uh, they've got to uh, really look forward mm-hmm. and take information that we're giving uh, them to navigate their life experience. And yes. uh, on that note, I heard uh, uh, a little music. We're, we'll have to break for commercial. I am so excited to be speaking to Dr. Lucille Farrell Scott, and we're going to return and uh, speak more about living in your now with Dr. Lucille. Stay tuned. up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tung has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. Leadership is a vital skill set in today's competitive global economy. Being a leader is not enough. To succeed, you must optimize your performance and know how to imbue others in your organization with leadership skills. 
Practical, actionable leadership insights are the focus of Leadership Development News, hosted each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, by Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler on the Voice America Business Channel. Doctors Greenberg and Nadler, who coach global leaders on how to be most effective, will share their insights and contacts. The path to leadership excellence begins here. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge, a step further with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show. Thanks uh, for staying with us. We're speaking with uh, Dr. Lucille Farrell-Scott. She is, uh, I think, in a amazing uh, person and professional who is doing so much for her community and communities abroad. And before we left, we were speaking about young people and uh, the impact that we can all have uh, on our young people. So, uh, Dr. Lucille, I know that um, you have uh, uh, a great... uh, uh, amazing conference coming up this, and, and I use amazing all the time, but I don't use it freely, trust me. <laughs> because, you know, I, when I think it's amazing, it's amazing. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so, can you tell us more about your conference, uh, uh, this weekend, uh, because you, uh, not only will engage, uh, uh, adults, but you will also engage young people at this conference, uh, and I believe it's from Thursday to Saturday, but of course you can speak more about it. Yes, oh yes. Um, the conference is called the Power of Now Conference, and see what I'm saying, Desiree, the power of now, mm-hmm. like how we're speaking now, how much power we have in our now. Mm-hmm. We exercise power when you give all that information of the 98% and the 2%. Mm-hmm. That is the power we have, guys, in our now. So the conference is called the Power of Now, it's going to be at the um, the Double Tree, Hilton, Newark, New Jersey, and we start on Thursday evening at at six o'clock. Um, they can go to the website, thepowerofnow.com, to see everything about the the conference. What is important about the conference is that we we have some phenomenal um, speakers that are going to be presenting, and I talk about the conference as we I talk about health. You know, when you were a child, your grandparents said, early to bed, early to rise, makes a man <laughs> healthy, wealthy, and wise. Mm-hmm. That's what the Power of Now conference is. We deal with your health, we deal with your wealth, and the wisdom to know how to handle both those things. Mm-hmm. And so we tell young people, I have all the young people from my church attending the conference, because I loved when you said before, sometimes we talk at them, and we mm-hmm. don't engage them. Mm-hmm. And so... It's one thing to tell them, go to college or, you know, have an idea, be an inventor, come up with a business plan, you know. But we want them to sit in the room and hear what it is to do, how it is to do a business plan, how -hmm. you do your vision boards, you know, how you structure it, what is your mission statement, what is your vision statement, what is the who, where, when, why, Mm -hmm. what is your why. Mm -hmm. Now, you understand what I'm saying? 
Absolutely. I always call it the five W's. Sometimes I've mentored uh, over in uh, Newark at uh, uh, a beautiful school over there, and I I tell um, them, always remember the the five W's, who, what, when, where, why, when, you know, you're writing or when you're addressing things. So, yes, powerful powerful W's. (laughs) Yes. So the the conference, we are um, really going to put an effort for our young people to know they, that they have they have a responsibility to be successful that's right mm-hmm. they have an obligation to leave this planet better than they've found it and mm-hmm. our obligation is to make sure we give them the proper tools to be able to do it okay and well let's speak uh, for a moment about uh, successful because yes. uh that uh, for some listeners uh it, it it may mean just uh, mm-hmm. uh volunteering uh that's a success pattern, I think, or for most of us in America, because it's such a rich country, we think in terms of uh, success being uh, finances and, uh, you know, material uh, goods. And you, you uh, mentioned something about uh, uh, certain things, uh, the knowledge and education not really belonging to you, you have to share it. You know, I always say that uh, I tell uh, folks that uh, everything we have here, especially the materialistic goods, I say, well, these don't belong to me. You know, <laughs> they really don't. They don't belong to me. Somewhere, you know, I've been blessed to be able to uh, have the knowledge and of the mind, body, spirit to yeah. navigate such a uh, a presence that can be conducive to my lifestyle and sharing it with others. But these things, they don't belong to me. So. I think that uh, was just a, an amazing thought where it's about uh, uh, success and helping our kids be successful. Now, not all uh, uh, of our children, not all of the adults, are. we're just not going to be all uh, wealthy or financially stable. So I love uh, how you really navigate uh, just uh, using the plant platform of education and being successful in being in your now, the power of now. And so if that gives you the uh, uh, opportunity to be a great citizen and an amazing citizen, and it does not uh, give you the wealth uh, of finance, <laughs> the financial wealth that you yeah. you may uh, look for, you still are very successful. Yeah. Because there's so much happening in the world, and that um, if, uh, uh, for example, the conference that's happening, uh, I'm sure that the people that you've touched they have come out of that conference because you've been doing it for, uh, I think this is your third year. A lot of them have come out extremely successful financially, but they do get it that uh, the obligation is not necessarily just the dollar. The obligation is the education. The obligation is the engagement with professionals who know. (laughs) The obligation is the platform that uh, Dr. Lucille Farrell-Scott brings to Mm -hmm. the table, the global perspective, all of this. And, And at some point, you will hold on to 
all of this knowledge, and it will take you where you need to be. And if that's uh, financial, with financial wealth, that's great, but maybe it's also, as I said before, volunteer, or maybe it's... uh, uh, just uh, being an amazing motivational speaker because you've also opened that up for so many uh, professionals uh, to be yes. able to use your platform to help others. Yes. And another thing that you're making so strong is we let them know we are custodians. Yes. You know, when you said you don't, you don't own this, I'm a custodian. Whatever <laughs> knowledge was given to me, whatever financial blessing, I am a custodian. It does not belong to me. You know, I'm a steward. And when the, when, when the master comes and asks the steward, what did you do with what I, what I left with you? Oh. We have an obligation to be able to say, well, I touched a thousand young lives. You understand? Yes. Or, or I went to, I saw this single mother and I, I, I helped her to know that divorce is not the end of the road because you know that was one of the battles I dealt with. In, and that forced mm-hmm. me to start talking about living in my now. Mm-hmm. And so when you realize there's that you are you are a custodian mm-hmm. of all the blessings that have been bestowed upon you, then you walk around with open hands. What does yes. that mean? You walk around ready to pour in. You walk around ready to, to go into you know communities and say, hey, you got a program in your school? I'll come and I'll volunteer. You yes. Know, I will... I was standing this summer because one year we had a kitchen that had no air condition. Oh, my so goodness. We were, <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> no air condition. And we had to cook meals for 800 kids. Oh. And oh. we had to do it with code, within the code, you understand? Yes. With the health department showing up. So why are you doing it? You're there and you're doing it because some child came to summer camp, or you understand? Mm-hmm. That mother maybe had to leave the house 5 o'clock in the morning to go to some, you know, to send the child to summer camp. And she's expecting us to have a proper meal. And so you don't have the luxury of saying, well, it's hot. I don't think I want to do this thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And I, I see, that's, uh, to me, that's, uh, that's the purpose. Yes. That's the purpose of yes. always taking it a step further. So yes. no matter what we're engaging with, uh, and you said it so uh, beautifully about uh, we're custodians, you know, we're taking yes. it a step further. You know, my yes. pastor, uh, uh, Sunday, he also spoke about uh, being able to reach out to uh, everyone who we think we can share uh, what we have. And uh, I think it's beautiful in that uh, – uh, if we all get in that mindset uh, of uh, being able to understand that it's these aren't things we hold on to. It could be education. It could be materialistic goods. These aren't things we we hold on for dear life. And obviously we work hard to get certain things, but I think we do all that. And, you know, God really helps us to do that because we need to share and you you are doing this uh, on every platform, and I, I just I think it's amazing because again you're you're traveling around uh, the world and, and you're speaking to other communities. Can you share with us some maybe perhaps your experience in uh, uh, Guyana or you know South Africa when you're traveling? 
when you're South speaking Africa, to other communities. South Africa was my, I went to um, East London, mm-hmm. and the dedication of the, because as a pastor, you know, we, um, you, you try to get people to, members to come out, and we were doing what they call an, a, a crusade, and that's where the rain was pouring, and we mm-hmm. were in this makeshift tent, and the, you know, the water was coming in, mm-hmm. but the dedication, they would not leave, you know, they just, they just stayed, and that's the one thing I saw, I saw, I, I saw the commitment for, of, for excellence, mm. you know, we, I saw the commitment, I saw men and women willing to go beyond, and they do not have the financial and all the luxuries that, that, that we do have here that mm-hmm. we take for granted. And I, I think I came back from South Africa very humbled. Mm. I came back because, you know, you saw the wealthy because when you go to Durban or some of these other places, you know, you see the opulence, you see the wealth. So yeah. it's not like, you know, the movies that just showed like just this little poverty you see extreme wealth exactly extreme poverty yeah and that's always the case in yes. in, in many yes. countries yes and, yeah but i yeah. came back i came back very determined to let my light shine mm-hmm. i came back determined to know that i was given an opportunity you know to be educated and to do things but it was not mine to keep yes but i will show you with, share this with you Desiree. when you smile that is not yours to keep you <laughs> I like that. You, you understand what I'm saying? When you yes, smile, yes, what yes. happens, it's infectious. Even someone may be frowning, but when you smile, they may either pause and look at you, but what do they do? They end up smiling. Yes, yes. yes. So <laughs> oh, the, that's beautiful. So Love that, because yes, that's so real. That's yes, so real. Yes, all the knowledge that we have, all the knowledge that you've been blessed with, Yes. It's not yours to keep. It's like a smile. We have to give it away. Oh, <laughs> I, oh I love it. it. Some may receive it. Some may not receive it. Our responsibility is not to stand in judgment. Our responsibility is to smile. Our oh, responsibility that's beautiful. Is to pass the information along. Oh, I love it. And speaking <laughs> of information, if you all would like to tweet uh, at wellness, I-N-T, wellness, I-N-T, that's our... Uh, Hashtag for tweeting uh, to ask uh, Dr. Lucille uh, any questions. And I just, um, again, uh, I'm always grateful to speak with uh, uh, professionals or or people in general like yourself because uh, you have so much to share. And uh, uh, I can't stress enough uh, uh, to our listeners how... um, it's just amazing how you may live next door to someone or you may live down the street and they too have information to share and you may not uh, get this necessarily on the entertainment channels or radio. And again, I have nothing against the, you know, entertainment channels and, you know, the other radio outlets. We all need that. That's what makes, I think, our country and the world amazing. So, um, uh, on that note, I have uh, so enjoyed uh, speaking with uh, Dr. Lucille Farrell-Scott. I want you, please, to, number one, have a, another successful event this weekend. Yes. <laughs> uh, living in uh, 
or now. And tell them, can you tell our listeners again where they can uh, uh, reach out to you? Uh, they can go to the powerofnowconference.com. It's mm-hmm. going to be located at the Double Tree, um, Newark, New Jersey, and that's Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So if they go to the powerofnowconference.com, all the information is there. And I want to share this with you, Desiree. Mm-hmm. We need, we all need, when we live in our now, we all need more backbone and a little less wishbones. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Oh, please, you all, take all that and, <laughs> and uh, live with it, too. Take yes. all this information and knowledge and, and live with it. Yes. I want to thank you for joining us, uh, Dr. Lucille, and I so look forward to having you back in the future. And uh, uh, con- much continued success in nurturing our communities here and uh, abroad. Thank you. Thank you. Be blessed. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us this week for the Wellness Lounge. A step further, please tune in next Monday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another great show featuring your host, Desiree Watson. We'll continue to show you how to incorporate a wellness lifestyle and live a better life.